Welcome to Thoughts on the Market. I'm Mike Wilson, Chief Investment Officer and Chief U.S. Equity Strategist for Morgan Stanley. Along with my colleagues bringing you a variety of perspectives, I'll be talking about the latest trends in the financial marketplace. It's Monday, November 9th at 11.30 a.m. in New York, so let's get after it. After a very long week, Joe Biden was declared the president-elect over the weekend by most media outlets. However, that's not the biggest news for markets this morning. That award goes to Pfizer, which announced vaccine data showing 90% efficacy in trials. Many have been expecting good news on a vaccine from Pfizer, but most were in the 60-70% to efficacy camp. Markets have reacted accordingly. Stocks are up substantially, led by sectors that will do best in an economy that reopens faster than expected. Airlines, movie theaters, cruise lines, and retailers are up as much as 20% this morning. Defensive sectors like telecom services, consumer staples, and software are lagging significantly as longer-term interest rates shoot higher and make new recovery highs. Perhaps the best way to observe this internal rotation is to see that the Dow Industrials are outperforming the tech-laden NASDAQ by 5 percentage points. Similarly, small caps are handily outperforming large caps, while European stocks are beating U.S. equities by as much as 3-4%. to This last divergence is a function of the fact that Europe recently cited a lockdown again, meaning European stocks had sold off more in the recent correction, leaving greater upside from the positive vaccine news. This rotation in the context of a new bull market is precisely the call we've been making since the market bottomed in March. The combination of some clarity on the election with the vaccine has turbocharged a trend that was already beginning to establish itself. Having said that, we would not be surprised if this trend accelerates. From our conversations with investors over the past few months, many were willing to consider the reopening trade, but few had put it on. Instead, most are still camped out in secular growth stocks, which have worked great year-to-date, but not as well since the summer. Bottom line, we remain bullish on stocks and assets that can do well in an accelerating economy and higher long-term interest rates. Conversely, assets that are sensitive to rising rates may suffer in the near term as long-term treasuries remain one of the most mispriced assets in the world in our view. As we look forward to next year, we remain bullish on the economic recovery and earnings that companies will deliver. However, in the near term, there are still a few hurdles to consider for the major indices. First is the adjustment to longer-term interest rates mentioned earlier. Many of the large-cap indices like the S&P 500 and NASDAQ are very interest rate sensitive, so as rates move higher, it may hold them back. Second is the election outcome. President Trump's challenge of the results could take weeks to resolve, even if it doesn't change the outcome. More importantly, the Senate now stands at 50 Republican and 48 Democrat seats, and the uncertainty as to the final two seats will have to wait until the runoff elections in Georgia on January 5th. The problem for markets is that we won't know for another eight weeks, a period that encompasses the all-important year-end measuring stick for investment managers, which can lead to big positioning swings like today. Bottom line, we continue to recommend investors look forward to next year, which should be strong from an economic and earnings standpoint. That suggests favoring cyclical stocks levered to a potentially faster reopening of the economy. Meanwhile, we would avoid expensive growth stocks levered to the work-from-home phenomena until interest rates have fully adjusted, a process that should mostly be completed by January. Price matters when investing, and at no time is that mantra more relevant than today. Thanks for listening. If you enjoy Thoughts on the Market, please take a moment to rate and review us on the Apple Podcast app. It helps more people to find the show. The preceding content is informational only and based on information available when created. It is not an offer or a solicitation, nor is it tax or legal advice. It does not consider your financial circumstances and objectives and may not be suitable for you.